Having a killer morning routine will not only help you achieve more in your day, but also make mornings easier. And today I'm going to show you a simple method to achieving a great morning routine and why an exercise cube made me actually perform it. So let's get started. Welcome to the Power of Positivity podcast, a weekly show dedicated to help you crush your goals one day at a time. My aim is to give you actionable steps that you can take towards your life, business, health and more to reach that next level and truly start seeing the results you're looking for. So let's get into it. Welcome in everyone, my name is Andy and I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to come and listen on any platform that you choose. And just before we get started, if you would like to join the Monday Mindset Club, the only email at the start of the week you're happy to get, then I would love for you to be a part of that community. The link is down in the description. We have some awesome people a part of it already. So morning routines, (laughs) some of you will despise it when I say that. Some of you hate the mornings and I understand that because for the longest time I was the same. I used to be someone who stayed up till five in the morning when I had my school and I had to get up at seven. So... That was never a fun time for me and a lot of times in the past I could never get to sleep. A morning routine was just out of the question. I would get up when I get up and I would do what the hell I want once I get up. But I realised how important this actually was for your day. There was a few reasons behind this, one of which was my education in the front. I went and read some articles and some Harvard Business Reviews and some Google Scholar shit about why morning routines are so important and why doing some of the negative stuff actually messes on your whole day. So this is things like your phone. When you're using your phone in the morning or when you're on social media as soon as you wake up, it actually causes more stress because when you're on social media, you see a lot of negative things. And even if you don't, you still see things that stress you out. Maybe your post from last night didn't do as well. So that stresses you out. Or maybe someone said something about you that isn't true, but people are believing it. So that stresses you out. And instantly when you wake up and you do that and you look at your phone, you're not only not allowing your brain to wake up in the best way because the blue light is still a part of it and your brain has to sort of adjust to everything that's going on, but also creating a lot more stress and anxiety throughout the day. And why I actually believe a lot of people do develop that over time of having the habit of consistently looking at their phone and their phone actually causes them more stress than than anything good. Another reason for this is because often what you do surround your identity as a whole. You know, what you do in a day is who you're becoming or who you are right now. So if you wake up and you just watch four hours of YouTube, then I can't really see you going anywhere that you genuinely want to go if you're someone who likes to push yourself to the next level. And this is why if we start our mornings with something that just propels us a little bit further forward, you can see clearly why even one thing will be better than doing none at all. Now, you can choose whatever one you want to try or however many you want to try. I'm going to name, I think there's like five things I name within this. Yeah, five things I name within this morning routine. Some are easier than others, but it takes around five to 40 minutes, depending on what you do and what you decide to do. I'm going to give you some instances that you can actually use, depending on what type of person you are, but just know you don't need to do them all but just one of them will still help you and you'll realise why more of them will be better for you in the long run. The first thing I want you to do before actually doing any of this is having a space dedicated to the habits that don't currently have a habit associated with it already. We've talked about this a few times, but you can't eliminate a bad habit. It doesn't happen. It just sits on the sidelines whenever you get a good one. And what we have to do is associate a new space for the new routines that we're going to have. So if you're sitting at your desk right now and you're listening to this podcast episode, and this is where you usually play a lot of your games, if you decide you want to meditate, don't meditate at the desk where you've been playing games for the last two years. 
Choose another place that doesn't really have a habit associated with it so that that is distinguished as the place which you meditate. Does that make sense? The second thing I want you to do is a willingness to learn. To have a willingness to learn because some of these things are going to be a little bit out of your scope and some of these things for me were complete bullshit before I'd educated myself on it. It actually reminds me of the NFT stuff that I'm doing right now. I've been doing a lot more on Twitter related to NFTs and that space and a lot of people have been coming back with some negative light into the NFTs and I completely understand it but there's a lot to it that most people don't educate themselves on and before I'd educated myself on it I thought the same. I was completely negative towards the case and what it was doing but I know which direction it's going and I know which direction the world is moving in and I can see that being the case so Please try and take these things that I'm going to say with an openness and a willingness to learn from it because they are backed up by science. You all know if you've listened to this for more than one episode that I really like my data. I don't like things being speculative. I I do believe in some things that are speculative, but I really like things that are going to change my life to be backed up by science and actual fact uh, rather than something that's just bullshit. The first thing, easiest one of them all, not enough people do this and it surprises me massively. Drink fucking water. (laughs) We all need to stay hydrated. The amount of studies, the amount of research that's been done on why hydration is so important is ridiculous. I don't need to tell you that. Your body is made up, what is it, 70% of water? If that doesn't tell you that you need water in your system, I don't know what will. Just fill up a bottle before you go to bed the night before and when you wake up, drink as much as you possibly can of that water. I actually done two things. So I have a 1.25 litre bottle beside me. The patrons will see that on the video. All the rest of you will just hear the, heard the double click of it when I held it. And I also filled up like a 275 milliliter bottle of water. I can't drink tons of water at the one time as soon as I wake up. I, I just don't feel like my body can do it. So I have that 275 and I finish that and I make sure to finish that as soon as I get up. That's my first thing that I do. And by staying hydrated and rehydrating yourself because you've not done that for the last like eight hours that you've slept or six hours you've slept, you need to understand why this is so critical. This can help you wake yourself up for the day. It gets you hydrated right from the get-go and it allows your critical thinking to actually start coming into play. Please, just if this is the one thing that you're taking from this episode, hydrate yourself in the morning. That is a great way to start and get yourself off on the right foot. Now, the second one is what I call the trio, and this is affirmations, journaling, and meditating. And all of these things, and why I said you can do this in five to 40 minutes, is because you can do these for one minute each if you want. If you are someone who hasn't started any of them, doesn't know the research behind it and all that sort of stuff, I would recommend taking more time to do that. But if you want to just get started because that's something most don't do, then this trio will be really, really good. Now, let me take you through them all just for those who are curious or they want to understand them a little bit more. I'm not going to go into depth of like science studies and data and all that within every single one of these, but know they're all actually backed up by science and they have been proven to be beneficial when done in the right way. But I'll tell you just a backstory of mine and why it works for me and potentially something that you can think about for why it would work for you. Now, affirmations are interesting. This is one of the ones I never believed in before I'd started doing them. I didn't give a crap about them. I just thought it was like a woo-woo type shit where you just say things and things come to you. Yeah, I'm going to be successful. And then you do nothing and expect success to come. Like, what the the fuck? No, that's obviously not going to happen. But when I read more about it and understood affirmations in the right way, It basically means you have to 
affirm yourself that things are going to happen, but also put in place those goals that are actually going to allow you to achieve that. This is where things like visualization can also work with affirmations, but I'm not going to go into that too much today, as I know visualization is a little bit more complicated than just saying stuff out loud. By visualizing it, you're really having to picture the process and the success that you're going to get with it. But affirmations are quite easy because you can come up with whatever you'd like to achieve. You know, it could be something along the lines of monetary gain, it could be something along the lines of relationship, it, it could be anything. Using affirmations each morning can be a really good way of just telling yourself that you are on the road to be successful, that you are working towards becoming this person, you are being who you want to be. One of the books that I'd read, uh, Think and Grow Rich, uh, a lot of people hate it or love it. I stopped reading it after chapter four because I'd done more research on Napoleon Hill, the author of that book, and found out he was actually a fraud for most of his life and only became successful after he died. He didn't actually do what he'd preached and hadn't proved that to be the case and I don't really like those types of people so I stopped reading that book and that is a lot on affirmations, that's a lot on visualisation, on thinking of what you want to achieve and then it'll come to you. It's the same as The Secret if you've read that book and I'm not trying to discredit those who have read it and it's changed their lives because what you take out of something is going to be completely different to others. However, what I want you to know is that if you are someone who has affirmations or visualisation and all that sort of stuff, you actually have to put in the work to get there. You can't just visualise something and money comes to you. You have to do the work in order for the money to actually attract to you. That's just the way I see it and I'd be more than happy to discuss that on social medias or anywhere if you are up for it because it is an interesting concept, I just think you have to be realistic with things that happen. So affirmations, I have actually taken some of the affirmations from Think and Grow Rich because I do really believe that they're good. Your purpose and desire are going to become true when you put in the work to doing so, giving value to other people, giving value to your friends, family, loved ones and all that sort of stuff. So I do remind myself of some of those affirmations each morning. And one of the ones I really love to say in the morning is I fully realise that no wealth or position can long endure unless built upon truth and justice. Now it's interesting that that was in Napoleon Hill's How to Think and Grow Rich <laughs> when he was a fraud. It's, it's interesting how the honest part sort of doesn't really hold in this affirmation but I really like that one. Honesty is something that I've really been trying to push for recently. I've been trying to speak my mind more and not be afraid of having someone challenge me on my thoughts because that is a way to grow and this is one that I've really really stuck by. So affirmations are the first one that you can try. The second one is journaling. Now you can do journaling in a few different ways. Some people like gratitude journals, some people like daily task journals, some people like just journaling thoughts. I use the six minute diary and have stuck by that. I've got two books now and I'm coming to the end of the second book of six minute diary. So I think that's a year that I've been doing that habit. Just over a year maybe now coming up to that anyway where I've been doing the six minute diary. And that basically asks me what I'm grateful for in my, in my day. It asks me what I'm going to do to make today great. It asks me what I'm grateful for or what I've done to help people move forward in the day. And it asks you some monthly questions as well, which I really like. You know, it allows you to think and not spend too much time on it. I don't like writing that much. My hand gets really sore really quickly. I'm left-handed, so I smudge everything. I don't really enjoy writing that much. And this journal allows me to just do it at the beginning of the day and at the end of the night and have my thoughts written down. You know, some of the things that have went good today and I can look back on it and think, you know, yeah, that day was great. I, I really enjoyed that. The one thing I would like to add is maybe something else where I could write in more thoughts for my day if I wanted to, but I understand the concept of it and it allows me to really get my thoughts on paper and a good way to start the day. I think it's always important to start your day with gratitude, to start your day being grateful for what you've got and although it might not be going completely your way right now, it could definitely change 
in an actual interesting insight when i first started the six minute diary and this was just over a year ago now i had a rating for all of my thoughts and feelings for everything that i, I was feeling at the time this could be like education finances relationship uh, future thinking past thinking everything like that and it goes through them all in a list of one to ten scale of one to ten you choose my average was about 6.5 when I'd first started and after I'd finished the book I was at about an average of 9 and that's not a coincidence to me because my morning routine was solid my before that my morning routine was nothing absolutely nothing and at this time my morning routine was solid my morning routine stuck with me and I actually performed a lot better in my business within the time that I'd started that. And I don't I don't put that up to coincidence whatsoever. I put that up to fact of the matter that I took action and I moved forward. And that's why I felt that way. And this is where the, the cube comes in from what I'd mentioned at the start. One of my viewers, Dom, actually got me exercise sort of, I, can't, I don't even know what they are, exercise cubes where you throw them and they have different things on them. I believe it was Dom who got me them. I think anyway. And you can basically throw them both. The patrons can see it right now, but those who are listening won't. And on each side, it has like 90 seconds, 10 reps, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 20 reps. And I would throw this in the morning and I'd have the other one that has like push-ups, squats, sit-ups, that sort of stuff. And I would do that first. And that would help me sort of solidify that my morning routine had started and it was that little thing and it was something that was so simple and kind of stupid but it worked for a long time until I made that habit sort of automatic. I don't do it any longer but it was something I'd done a at the start just to push myself a little bit more and that was something maybe you could try, something that just sounds a little bit stupid but can actually help. And the final one of the trio is meditation. Now meditation is a really really hard one and why I left it to last because it's difficult when you don't see much results at the start and you won't I genuinely don't believe you'll see that much in the beginning because meditating is extremely hard switching off your brain or linking your brain to something else or having more peaceful thoughts is difficult you know I started to have intrusive thoughts when I was doing my meditation and it just it was so frustrating because I was wanting to see change and wanting to see results but it wasn't until I'd done a little bit more research to understand what meditation was it wasn't to think of nothing it was to just be present that was the point of meditation to be there just to to be where you're at most of the time you know we're on our phone or we're out with our friends and we're doing nothing we're not even paying attention to what's going on we're in our car and we drive somewhere and we don't even pay attention to where we're going we just get there and meditation allows you to be more present with these things it might sound stupid to you but honestly give it a go and and try to just be where you are right now and be grateful for it. You know, if you're sitting there and you're sitting on a pillow at your wall, you're under a roof that's protecting you from all the weather. You're nice and warm where you are. You have clothes on your back. You have legs. You have arms. You can think. You have your two eyes. You can see. You know, there really is so much to be grateful for. Everything. And I mean everything to be grateful for. Think of how much you have. If you're listening to this episode right now, you are extremely wealthy in life purely because you have the ability to listen to someone across the internet on what, your phone, and your earphones, on your laptop, on your PC. Do you know how incredible that is to have? And meditation for me was that insight to doing so. It wasn't about 
clearing my mind and thinking of nothing and that sort of stuff. It was about being grateful for what I'd had and being present in that situation. And I'm not saying meditation's easy. I still find it really challenging today. I still really do find it hard. It's not simple, but it's something that can just help. And even if you just do it for a minute, you'll see that over time, you know, you'll be more grateful for what you've got in your life and you'll start your day in a little bit more of a better light. Now, the final one I'm going to add into this area, the fifth one, is reading. Some people can do this in the morning, some people can't, but we are all here to become better learners and reading opens our horizons to new aspects of life in the best way that we can actually have it. So, if you can take a step back from when you read and write down notes with what you learn and have active learning for questions and the topics to help you actually retain the information, there's so much that you can learn from that. You can see different perspectives, you can see how different people think, how successful people live. Books have really offered us so, so much and we have all of them at our fingertips. We have access to some of the wealthiest minds in the world purely because of books and by utilising that you really can start your day in a better light than social media. I'm telling you right now, social media is never going to make you that happy. It just isn't. Yes, you're going to have flutters of happiness sharing your thoughts and other people agreeing, growing your following and getting more engagement on your content. But at the end of the day, is it genuinely making you happy as an individual? I just, I fail to see how social media has more sort of benefits than negative sides of it. People you meet on social media are great, but often it takes quite a while to find those good people. And most are just looking out for themselves. Everyone's individualistic. I am to an extent as well. Everyone is. But finding the right people in that small and closed group are the ones that are going to seriously help you, not the ones that are going to try and tear you down for every little thing that you do. And of course, I've made mistakes in the past as well, and I'll continue to do so. I know I'll mess up every single day. Things that I'm really passionate about. Maybe I'm completely wrong with the things like NFTs. Maybe it is the worst thing to ever happen to the world. But I'll continue to move forward with it and talk about it until I see that the research shows otherwise. And again, we can all learn from different things. This is why learning about anything can help you move forward and have a wider scope. And why I asked you at the start to have an open mind with this episode. Don't put yourself in a corner just because you think something else. You can always learn from other people. Even if it's something you disagree with, you can learn who you don't want to be and don't want to become. And this is why this simple morning routine can help shape your life into a more successful one. You don't have the excuse of, I don't have enough time because I literally made it five minutes minimum and that's nothing. If you have more, I'd always recommend doing it from doing what you can sustain. And I'd love to hear more about your morning routine. So if you'd like to follow me on social media or message me back from being a Monday Mindset Club member, then I'd love to have a conversation with you about it and how I could maybe improve myself and this podcast on the same front. If you'd like to join any of those or follow me anywhere, all the links are down in the description. Days are expensive. When you spend a day, you have one day less to spend. So make sure you spend each one wisely. Jim Rohn. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. Have a fantastic day. Oh